In recent years, some very influential world leaders have said that it's time for a great reset. What exactly is this? And another question people are asking is, how far along is this great reset? Welcome to Foreshadows Report, a podcast dedicated to helping people grow in their understanding of Bible prophecy and its relevance to their lives today. This is host Steve Miller, and each week we look at what the Bible says about the end time and explore how today's events are setting the stage for Christ's return. All of this is done with the goal of gaining a higher view of God as we see His wisdom and sovereignty on display in our world. Before we attempt to answer the question of how far along the Great Reset has come, let's first make sure we understand exactly what it is, as defined by its own proponents. The original and greatest advocate for the Great Reset is the World Economic Forum. The membership of this forum is by invitation only, and it's made up of an elite group of the world's most powerful and influential business executives, politicians, academics, cultural experts, media personalities, and celebrities. While the forum's members come from a wide variety of backgrounds, they all share one thing in common. They are globalists. They view people everywhere as belonging to one global community. They say that global problems require a global solution, and that's what the World Economic Forum is all about, proposing solutions that are applied on a global scale. Go to their website, and you'll see their ideas and plans for everything from energy to healthcare to climate to sustainability to education to technology governance to world trade and economic systems and more. All of this fits with our motto, which is committed to improving the state of the world. So if we want a clear definition of the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum is the right place to go. But because people are used to focusing on the needs and problems of their own communities or countries, it's hard sometimes to get them to think on a global scale. But that changed in a big way in 2020, when COVID-19 spread like wildfire all over the world. Suddenly, everyone was faced with the same problem, the same fear, and everyone was crying out for their government leaders to find a solution. This led Klaus Schwab, the founder and leader of the World Economic Forum, to say that the pandemic should be seen as a window of opportunity for the world to change the way it handles crises. In a book titled COVID-19, The Great Reset, he bemoaned the fact that at least in the first few months of the pandemic, there was an absence of cooperation in the world in the response to COVID-19. He said the virus had revealed a failure of global governance and leadership. Schwab then tells us of the urgent need for a change, a reset. Here's how he defines the Great Reset. The world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economy, from education to social contracts and working conditions. Every country from the United States to China must participate and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. Now notice the key words and phrases he uses. The world must revamp all aspects. Every country 
must participate. Every industry must be transformed. The World Economic Forum isn't just making suggestions here. These read like command. Swab then says, since making his entry on the world stage, COVID-19 has dramatically torn up the script of how to govern countries, live with others, and take part in the global economy. It has torn up the script of how to govern countries. Claus then goes on to say, we should take advantage of this unprecedented opportunity to reimagine our world. What does he mean by reimagine our world? Here's his answer. We must build entirely new foundations for our economic and social systems. The level of cooperation and ambition this implies is unprecedented. The Great Reset, then, is this, a complete revamping, an entirely new script, reinventing how the world is run, building entirely new economic and social systems. All aspects of society and all countries need to participate at a level of cooperation never before known, at a level that is unprecedented. That summary is based on the World Economic Forum's own words. Their vision is clearly stated on their website. We believe the world's challenges can only be solved through engagement with all members of global society. There's only one way to interpret all of this. Some form of global governance and leadership is needed. This is what the World Economic Forum means when it talks about tearing up the script, reimagining our world, and building entirely new foundations. The implication is this. There needs to be a global governing body in place that has the authority to enforce solutions to the world's problem. Now, an actual plan for what this global form of governance looks like hasn't been proposed. That's the part that hasn't been explained yet. But during the early months of the COVID pandemic, there were world leaders like former UK Prime Minister Gordon Brown, who actually suggested that we should appoint a temporary global government headed by some sort of working executive. Other prominent world leaders have made similar statements. And we are being told that we're global citizens and we all need to work together for the good of all. We need to change how government is done and create a global model for leadership. That is the ultimate goal of the Great Reset. So how far along is the Great Reset? Nearly 30 months have gone by since COVID-19 hit. A lot has happened. Lockdowns and mandates have come and gone. Restrictions were or are still imposed on schools, workplaces, businesses, and public spaces. Social distancing, mask requirements, travel prohibitions, and vaccine passports were imposed. Many local and national governments claimed emergency powers for themselves and seized great amounts of authority over people's lives. And as time went along, governments began to appeal to a few key voices at the highest levels of major healthcare organizations asking for guidance. And what ended up happening is that a very small number of people were vested with the authority to decide what billions of people around the world could or could not do. Let's go back to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. They described COVID-19 as a window of opportunity for change, a starting point for a great reset. They are proposing that governance and leadership need to be done differently. And my personal conviction 
is that as time goes on and other major crises hit, the calls for a global body that can provide solutions will become all the louder. Each successive crisis is likely to become another stepping stone that brings us closer to the forum's vision for a global form of governance. Now, as the tsunami that we call COVID-19 recedes, we find a changed landscape all around us. Here are some lessons we've learned, lessons that may give us some idea of what could happen in the future. While we don't know how far along the Great Reset is, here are some things we do know. First, it is possible for a crisis to hit so quickly that our entire world changes overnight. The pandemic turned everything upside down instantly. This means our world can change drastically in very little time. Second, governments were quick to claim emergency powers for themselves in an attempt to bring COVID under control. But the consequence was that they took greater control over people's lives as well. And one of the truisms of government power is that once it grows, it almost never subsides. Third, the urgency of finding a solution for COVID-19 led many people to be willing to give up their freedoms in exchange for the protection and security they hoped their governments could provide. The longer the pandemic continued, with its various and multiple waves, the more people became conditioned to think that a more authoritative government is okay as long as problems are solved, which means that for every future crisis that hits, we are likely to lose more freedom. Fourth, an enormous transfer of power took place. Because governments were desperate for the solutions, they were willing to rely on a few select voices at the top of major healthcare organizations like the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and the World Health Organization. These few voices dictated what governments should and should not do, and therefore they exercised power over billions of people globally. And fifth, to an astounding extent, the media and big tech assisted in this transfer of power. They reinforced the narratives that were espoused by those few voices at the top of these organizations, and they silenced anyone who dared to ask questions about their directives. Those who wondered if the prevailing mandates were really the best solution were denounced or deplatformed or canceled. The irony of this is that as time went on, and as more and more research was done, the few voices at the top had to keep changing their guideline. So, while we don't know how far along we are with this great reset, the lessons we've just learned tell us that things can change very quickly. We've learned that governments can move fast to seize power, and that we can lose our freedoms just as rapidly. We've seen how, in very short notice, we can end up in a scenario where only a few voices are dictating what the rest of the world can and cannot do, and how the media and big tech will silence anyone who disagrees. Given the trajectory we are on, we can expect that every global emergency our world faces will take us further down the path of the Great Reset, of tearing apart the old script and writing a new one, of reimagining the entire world toward global cooperation. Because we don't know what the future holds, it's impossible for us to know how quickly the Great Reset will come to fruition. But what we have seen is how just one crisis 
can change the entire world with breathtaking speed, and every subsequent crisis is likely to do the same. What we do know with certainty as well is that there is coming a day when the world will reach peak globalism and all power will be in the hands of only one ruler. Revelation chapter 13 verses 7 and 8 tells us that during the end time, the Antichrist will be given authority over every tribe and language and people and nation. And we're told that all who dwell on earth will worship him. A global world order is coming. We don't know how long it will take to get there. The path that lies ahead will have many twists and turns, but we're on our way. And though global crises can be frightening, Christians have nothing to fear. That's because there is an even greater reset coming. At the end of human history, Christ will return to earth and bring an end to all human rule. He will tear up humanity's script and replace it with his divine script for the world as he meant it to be. Because of his infinite power and wisdom and goodness, he alone is capable of bringing about the ideal world that globalists seek but cannot achieve. And because he is the King of kings and Lord of lords, the great reset that Christ brings will last forever. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Foreshadows Report. My prayer is that you've been encouraged by what you've heard, and that no matter what happens in the world around us, Bible prophecy can serve as a constant reminder that you can look ahead to the future with great hope. In closing, I would like to say thank you to Harvest House Publishers, which has helped to make these podcasts possible. If you would like to find out more about the many great prophecy resources they have available, you can go to the Harvest Prophecy website at harvestprophecyhq.com. That's harvestprophecyhq.com. And if you would like to follow me on social media and read more prophecy materials I've made available, you can go to my website, stevemillerresources.com. There, you will find a link to my Telegram Messenger channel, also named Foreshadowed Report. Again, thank you for joining me today.